Welcome to the Eileen Marks Podcast, with the heart to engage with women on the reality of life, the good, the bad, and the not-so-flattering. Eileen will explore all things women, discussing issues all women face with truth, reality, and rawness. Today, Eileen continues part two of an important conversation with her beloved twin sister and holistic integrated health coach, Kathleen Klug, who's been working with women for 35 years and is passionate about teaching and encouraging women to be their very best and most powerful selves on their journey to health and wellness. In this episode, Kathleen shares some of the harmful side effects of using body products with chemical toxins that we're unaware of and current issues with how the beauty industry is regulated, as well as some solutions we can look toward for overall cleaner health in women's products of the future. So here is Eileen and Kathleen with more on this insightful discussion toward having health awareness for our everyday lives. So as a health coach, you and I both know this, that chemicals have been traced to infertility, not just men, but women. And because the skin is the largest organ of the body, it is causing so many problems that are not detected in a doctor's office because for the most part, medical doctors are not connecting the dots to these products. So you're, you're standing in an advocacy gap to be able to educate people to say, here are the dangers. And you are the one that has to really be in control of what you put on your skin, what you put in. And so I know you're working with the company and I love it because you introduced me to it. Um, and I actually changed my makeup because you really, you educated me in all of their products because I'm like you, I eat organic, I take care of myself. I mean, I try to keep toxins out of my household as much as I can, but the idea that I'm putting these toxins on my skin, I went, whoa, I'm working against myself. So talk a little bit about the company that you work with and how they're gaining recognition and why it's so important. Yeah, it's a really scary and shocking uh, time when you, when you learn what these chemicals are doing. Certainly infertility, um, we have neurotoxins in, in our makeup. That's not what we, why we put on makeup. Uh, we have gluten which can make celiacs very, very sick in our cosmetics. We don't even know that. I had a friend who is celiac and she was, and she was eating gluten-free, but the gluten in her products and her body was making her very, very sick. She ended up in the hospital and they said she had a high dose of gluten and she's like, this can't be. She didn't realize it was in her, her body products. Um, we got the neurotoxins, we have the infertility, we have the, um, of course, allergens, and we also have cancers. These are all real things, and the chemical that these that cause these issues in our cosmetics and in our environment. So um, yes, beauty counter. I when I was introduced from this lipstick, I started doing more research, and I was stunned to find that, um, as an example, the European Union 
at least over a decade ago, they had already in place, they had banned uh, uh, 1,400 chemicals, banned or restricted 1,400 chemicals from their cosmetics. Hmm. We had banned 11 in the United States until just recently. Now we're at a whopping 30. Canada banned 600. So we are so behind. And so basically what that means is that these companies can use anything. Uh, there's probably about 10,000, since, since the last bill that regulates this, this uh, industry came into play, which was 1938, there have been over 80,000 chemicals introduced. 90% um, of those have never been tested. And about out of those, about 10,000 are commonly used in the personal care products that we use. So these, these, the, the ingredients that go into our, our products that we buy every day have not been tested for health. So, but what we do know for sure that some of them are definitely linked to a lot of problems. What I also learned is the FDA, we, I mean, we can go into a grocery store and it, you know, if there's something wrong with the food, the FDA can regulate that. But if we buy a shampoo or a soap or a foundation that there's something wrong with it that causes health issues, the FDA has no power to take it off the shelf, to recall it, or to limit anything that is put in there. So the FDA has no power to um, change or really regulate this business. So it's, um, it's kind of a free-for-all. So... Um, well, and, and here's what we don't want. We don't want more federal regulations controlling our life. But the fact that they don't even monitor it yeah. is is very scary. So Beauty Counter, I, I watched recently, sat before Congress yeah. to educate them about these products. So do you think Beauty Counter is one of the leading movements okay so what i what i know is that beauty counter when they started they were really starting as an environmental uh, movement as far as for our personal care they wanted to make sure that the, these chemicals that we knew were causing problems were not a part of their business they they of course they they didn't want to start like oh i'm gonna we're gonna start another beauty company they wanted to be more than that they wanted to be something that that they uh, a company that produced high performing products that were clean, and and this was a this is a huge challenge because they had committed to not use many ingredients and to to date it's around two thousand ingredients that they you know restrict or ban within their formulations, and that's not so easy because a phthalate for example has a purpose. Oh, you know, we have we have metals in our in our products. They have a purpose, but they're not good for you. So we, you know, you have to find and formulate new. So yes, part of the reason why Beauty Counter came is to create products that performed and that were cleaner and safer for us. But as equally was to hold accountability to the industry. And uh, also move uh, some legislation so there would be some protection for people so they can go into a store and they can buy something off a shelf and say, this is not toxic. Mm 
So they are trying to move legislation to say, to give FDA uh, power to recall products. You know, there have been, there, there can be complaints on a, thousands of complaints on a product. Recently, there was one where hair was falling out of, a, of this product. They can't do any, they can't take it off. It's all voluntary. Uh, they had this with hair straighteners, you know, where they had uh, formaldehyde at such a high dose with this heat to hit, straighten the hair. And it, it was making people sick and it was damaging their hair. It was awful. And they couldn't take it off. They have no. So, yes, they they want to be a part of moving this industry um, so there's accountability. And so it's cleaner and safer for everyone, not just if you buy Beauty Counter. But Beauty Counter is definitely the leader of in the beauty, in the clean beauty industry. Okay. Now, here's a question, and I've asked you, uh, as far as products, and I'm just speaking women's products right now, that women spend billions of dollars a year to stay young, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that there are products that are very productive for the skin. And, but I know that a lot of them are toxic. So there's a price to pay for these medical grade products that do work. They do reduce the appearance of fine lines. They even out the skin tone. They do what we want them to do, right? So my question is about Beauty Counter. They are natural ingredients. Do they work as good as a medical grade? You know, that is that is a great question. That is like the million dollar question. Um, I think if, if one has been seeking clean products and they've ever tried clean deodorant, in the past, um, that they knew was clean but didn't work. It's a bummer because right. you're not going to keep using it if it doesn't work. And this is where Beauty Counter has done a beautiful job. They have brought European chemists over, who are much who are, have been using clean beauty for a long time and clean chemicals because they have they have been restricted over there. So they have learned to make things. So as an example, uh, Revlon when they have a European recipe and a U.S. recipe, they will not be the same recipe because the European Union would never accept what the U.S. allows. And so you have two different recipes. So, um, so you know, this, this whole thing about performance has been a challenge because one of the ingredients in that Beauty Counter said we will not use from the very beginning was retinol. And I know doctors prescribe retinol all day long. And if a doctor prescribes it, it must be must be good, right? It must be safe. But it does have warnings with it. It always comes with warnings with it. And if you're pregnant, you shouldn't use it. It has shown to, to cause cell damage. Um, of course, you can't go on the sun because it would be terrible. I mean, really, it's super damaging. So that was one of the things we didn't use. But that was a huge ingredient for the anti-age you know, age-defying move uh, products. So yeah, so it's been a challenge. But I tell you what, with the with the European chemists that come over here and the time and the research, um, they came up with an anti-aging line that has Ret Natural, which is made of Bakuchiol, which has been used in Asian beauty forever. And Asian beauty, they know their beauty, and they've been using this Bakuchiol for years. And then a Swiss Alpine rose which is a really hydrating rose. And so they, and it's actually getting 
shown to have the same, if not better results in retinol. So what we know is that we can come up with products that work, that are safer without warning. So yes, um, that this company wouldn't couldn't really sustain itself if it had products that couldn't mm -hmm. uh, compare to the products that are out there that have maybe more toxic in ingredients, but that perform like we want. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like the lipstick. I wanted lipstick that stayed, uh, that um, uh, wasn't toxic and that felt good and like the, and um, yeah, they, they, they know how to do that and they work very, very hard at doing that. And they also know that, you know, they must perform and be clean. So they are committed to that. And they have won numerous awards in their skincare and in their uh, makeup cosmetics across the board, not just in clean beauty, but in overall beauty for performance and such. So yeah, they, they have definitely um, figured it out and they have brought in and been very committed to bringing in the people they need to help do that. Well, that is great news. How do we get in contact with you? And then give somebody who's interested um, a bird's eye view on what it will look like for them to start this process. Well, uh, they can, I'm KathleenKlug.com is my website. And um, so they can reach me there. I'm also at beautycounter.com backslash Kathleen Klug. So they can they can look at the website there uh, and, and call me or text me and my um, contact information is on my website. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work Eileen is doing around the world with her husband, Victor, at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.